tumbling down, a tumbling down, tumbling down. Hey everybody, this is Leanne Apodaca with Pueblo Connection. I hope everybody is doing well. Today is Wednesday. Woohoo! We are almost towards the end of the week. I cannot wait. <laughs> and today I have Diego as my sidekick. We are on it today. Um, hi, Diego. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Leanne. It's uh, always a good day to be in here with you. Oh, thank you. Well, it's always a good day as well to be with uh, you and my listeners and just, you know, enjoying the week. Um you know, I had um I had some guests scheduled, but um unfortunately they've had to they had a little bit of a, a side uh, distraction that they needed to attend uh, to. So it's just you and I, and um just kind of wanted to go over a few things. Um, first of all, how are you doing? How's everything going in your home front? Well, I think it's going good. I was just talking to you off the air that my sister uh, bought a house. She's closing on a house. So nice. that Congrats is always to awesome. you, girly girl. She's doing good. Big things there. And uh, it just, the housing market is so crazy, but uh, it's, it's Is so it good. good? Is it a good time to buy? It, it's a good time to buy the, in the, what do you call them? The interest rates are really low and nice. there's uh, always a house on the market. So <laughs> it's always good. Yeah. And you can't go wrong with real estate. No, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Building that up is always good. Yeah. So. And it helps our economy. I'm it, hoping it that does. it moves. I'm, I'm really concerned about how our economy is going to play out now with everything opening up. Right, right. It's a different uh, feel, right? I mean, it is. We have all these stimulus checks still coming in <clears throat> and you know, it, it does do some impact, but I don't know what the impact is going to be. Hopefully right. it's positive, but you never know. You know, I hear um on the news, I don't know if you've been watching, but Michelle Lujan, Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham uh, is starting to crack down on the unemployment. Right, fraud. I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to break down on fraud when you continue to keep adding more dollars right. onto your unemployment. Right. You know, and now we have people that were are making more money staying at home, mm -hmm. collecting unemployed uh, right. unemployed uh, payments than just actually getting out there and working. Right, right. I've seen it. I don't know if you've been out and about, but um. I've been out and about, and it seems like every restaurant, mm -hmm. every store, um, every gas station, there is a sign that says hiring. Yes, like every place, we every every place. And so, wow, you know. So, yeah, it makes me just wonder what is our economy going to look like in a couple of months when everything has opened because we're mm -hmm. due to open July first. Yeah, right? and that's already uh, coming up. It's already next week, right? Yes, yes. So I wonder, like I said, I'm just I'm interested. I'm going to just watch everything and see how that all plays out. In the meantime, I hope everybody has gotten out there um, and done their part to get vaccinated. And uh, so we can uh, really start to enjoy, you know, a normal life again. Um, and and get out there. You know, you hear so many um, controversial things about the vaccinations. Right. You know, and, you know, I think bottom line is, you know, we need to protect ourselves. We need exactly. to protect our families. And you hear so many times of all these people who have gotten um, the COVID and they were on the fence of the shot. And then mm -hmm. when they get it, then they're like, I should have just gotten vaccinated. Right, right. So, you know, again, this is probably a controversial uh, comment, but, you know, whether you believe it to be a hoax or not, people really did get sick. 
people really did die. Exactly. Those are those are not made up numbers. Those are not fake numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, again, I'm glad that the tide is turning. We're seeing light yes. at the end of the tunnel. Yes. But boy, did we go through some turbulent times this past year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm excited about that. Um, again, I'm looking forward to July 1st. Everything's opening up, um, and you know, let's see what here in New Mexico, the economy looks like. I'm hoping that our tourist um, markets will start to boom. Yes, because that's a big, big uh, Yeah, big because economy, you know, uh, our hotels, part. they pay such a high, you know, tax yes. on, on their lodging. And so I wonder how they're going to fare. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, good thoughts for them as well. So again, if you can get out and play tourist in our own state and stay a night somewhere, yeah, make exactly. it fun. <laughs> Staycation, as they call it, right? Right, right. Get a get a hotel if you got kids. Get a hotel with a ho- uh, pool and make it nice there and get go. the kids Perfect out there. for this weather, right? Mm, oh my goodness, this weather! Can we talk about this weather? <laughs> yes, I think my I think we need to, right? <laughs> yes, my allergies are like uh, over the top. My head feels like a hundred pounds, and we really need rain. So everybody get out there and start dancing. We need it, please, <laughs> Two please. Two-step, cha-cha-cha, every, every cumbia, <laughs> get out there. <laughs> yes, every dance you can do, please, we need it. We need some really good rain to just make the dust stay down yeah, and, first, and yeah. get rid of the smoke from all of the surrounding mm-hmm. forest fires. And it'll also help out the forest fires that are out there. But um, yeah, how was your weekend? Not too bad. It was pretty uh, pretty low key. I watched a lot of soccer on TV, so it's always good. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw that because it's the the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, for the watching soccer bowl, uh, <laughs> soccer, soccer. Uh, what yep. is it? Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been watching. And then uh, then there's uh, the women are starting up too. They just announced the U.S. women for the Olympics are coming up. So that's right. So it's so so busy with soccer and fun and we sports. saw that. It's just I saw great. that they were having the trials for uh, Japan. Yes, and oh man, that's been awesome. I yeah. I, I like see it all that because they're so talented yeah and they are i'm like i'll let them do that <laughs> so who's in the top for the soccer for the men's uh i think it's uh i forget who's all in there nowadays but i know the women have uh some great people they have a uh, carly lloyd who's coming back she's uh like the world cup winner like three oh. four times already <laughs> so because well, the last good. game i saw i think it was on saturday and it was um Germany against Spain. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. I'm lying. Sorry. Not Germany. Poland. Yes, yes. That was a good match. Actually, I got yeah, that. Yeah. Poland yeah. Spain. Spain and, Poland and came through, you know. Hey, you never who won? Know. I think it was a tie, actually, at the That's end. That's right. One, in the one, end, huh? it was a tie. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes a tie is good. That's a time when uh, a tie is actually good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, that's always a good thing. Um, have you gotten to the uh, United? I have. Games? I have. I've been to uh, two matches already. It's uh, crazy. It's already been two. And today I just bought some tickets for the next uh, match. They had a $5.05 tickets. <laughs> what? Where did you find <laughs> they those? They were super online. It was, it was super quick. You had to be on there like, you know, super fast. They had people in line at the store starting at 8 o'clock. So... Yeah. Crazy time. It's going to be a fun summer, though. It's going to be a good yeah, summer. How, yeah, what about yeah. what about your weekend? How, how did it fare? Well, my weekend was a 10 plus. It was actually nice. good. So Friday, um, Friday didn't really do much. Um, just kind of hung out. Um, but then Saturday, we've been working on our house like nonstop, the yard, moving dirt and all of this. So Saturday came and it was uh, uh, night fishing. We went night fishing and Ooh, that was super duper fun. Hadn't gone fishing in a long time. And so we went up um, to Powati Lakes, which is about mm, 30 minutes from our house. 
So we went up there and um, we went night fishing. It was from eight to one. Didn't catch anything, but <laughs> we but we caught a lot of memories. And so it was good. And um, Adam and I were there. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, Sunday just hung out. Um, what do we do Sunday? Seems like a blur now. Sunday we hung out. It was Father's Day. So I uh, made him a big old Father's Day breakfast. Very good. Made some tortillas, red chili and hamburger meat, fried potatoes, eggs. It was good. Um, and then we just hung out. because. Oh, I know why. Sunday was, was low key. We just hung out. Um, the kids, they all have jobs now. So they right. all worked. Right, so right. Monday was their only day off. Okay. So they planned on Monday to do something. So we celebrated oh, Father's Day on Monday. So then Monday came and we headed out and um, we did a Father's Day extravaganza. We went bowling. At Good. Like awesome. 233 at Silva's Lanes, which was awesome. Silva's Lanes was really nice. We did that, and then after that, we went to Hayashi to go Ooh, eat. Nice, yes. and, oh my goodness, yes. that, that's a fun place. It is a fun place. I love it when you get the the tapin grill. Yes, oh, that's and they good. put on a show for you. Oh, so yeah, we had great. a great time there. And then um, the kids all went home, and uh, Adam and I had a really nice um, golf for two. We went to Top Golf. Oh, have you good. gone there? No, I haven't. I wanted to see oh, how that was. You have to go. You nice. really have to go. Nice. It was fun. They have all kinds of games. Um, they had an Angry Bird game. Oh, cool, cool. I've heard they had that, yeah. <laughs> and and that was fun. That was our warmer-upper. Um, and then we played a few other games. And so it was really nice. It was really nice. And then um, Tuesday, back to the grind. You know how that goes. Well, that sounds like a great time. It, it really was, does. It was fun. It was fun. And uh, so happy belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. And I hope you all had a really nice weekend and and uh felt all the love and appreciation exactly from the kids. <laughs> right exactly and I, even I think your four-legged friends yes yes <laughs> right that's what i say too right you gotta give them some credit <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was about it and you know it's just boom 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 uh, lots of food drives are still going on i see roadrunner um has one i think today i think i saw something about that yeah yeah, yeah. today over at the balloon park Mm -hmm. um, area and then um, Western Sky is doing one out in uh, Santa Clara Pueblo so if you're from Santa Clara Pueblo and you're listening uh, we will be having a food box drive there on Saturday so uh, in the Pueblo so please come on out and get something over there um, other than that I mean it's just I've been seeing a lot of things in the news um, not of it is none of it's really all that great I know that's what's that's what's kind of sad I mean, right you know, the, the latest one that I saw was uh, the military, you know, cracking down on the sexual assaults. And about two weeks ago, 2020 had a uh, had a program um, on about um, Vanessa yes. Gillian. Right. Yes. The yes. soldier that was murdered. And let me tell you, again, growing up in the military um, life, my dad, that was his career. And, you know, seeing all of that, um, it was it, it was sad. Mm -hmm. It really, really mm -hmm. was. And I feel for the family. And, you know, I just hope that, um, you know, the military has has seen this and is making corrections. And right. it sounds like right. they are. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, the military head guy, he, uh, he went and conducted an independent study. And um, he got all of the information. And he's like, 
you know, this is for real and uh, mm-hmm. let's correct it. So um, I hope that that happens again. I, I feel for the family and all the other families that are out there suffering um, due to that. You know, it is just it, it was uh, um, heartbreaking. So like I said, I, I hear all these things in the news and it's like, eh, you know, it's not all that great. And then and then the surgeon um, surgeons um, up in D.C. earlier in the year. Right. There's all these police officers now that are going through PTSD. Right. Right. Even more which, so. Mm-hmm. And and. Um, and there's no support for them. Which is really hard for them, you know, it really is. Yeah. So you have our senators and and uh, representatives up in D.C. that are just not wanting to acknowledge that. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, again, how can you turn your back and say that didn't happen? Right. It was, when right it was, there. It was on. Yeah, you can see it. You definitely <laughs> saw it. You know, they were part of it. You know, they actually yeah. were able yeah. to see it. So. so, you know, you see all of these things. And then this morning mm-hmm. I was watching... TV. And it's something that, you know, we had talked about um, for the last two years. We've had the superintendent come on and then um, and then we had the principals of the Santa Fe Indian School mm-hmm. come on. And um, I'm, I saw in the news today that there's five Indian schools in the state of New Mexico or not in the state of New Mexico. I am so sorry. Um, just five Indian, uh, Indian schools, boarding schools that they're looking at because they are now coming to mm-hmm. to see that this wasn't right right you right. know taking children at as young as four years old away mm-hmm. from their families hundreds of miles away from your right. families it's right. not just down the road it no, no it's miles a and miles. whole yep. different state even um to these boarding schools um and there was deaths and there was sicknesses there was definite abuse of every sort which is just I can't even think of it. So now they're going to do some investigations into that. And again, this leads into, you know, the um, the traumas that we talk about. Yes, yes. You know, so, you know, there there's a lot out there. Um, I saw one of the social media sites, um, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday, um, you know, mocking uh, Native Americans. There was definitely a caucasian lady on there and she had braids and uh, she's all do i look native and then she brings out you know a bottle of whiskey and says do i still look do i look native now you know and so again these negative connotations and it's not just native americans it's not just you know the african-american communities it's all minorities all across the board you know that have this and you know, we really again need to have some respect for each other. Exactly. And 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 you know, educate yourself on the different cultures. And again, this is why I hope that this show educates people out there um, on the differences here, at least in New Mexico. I can't speak for any other state, but here in New Mexico, we definitely have three tribes, and the three tribes are Navajo, Apache, and of course Pueblo. Right. Pueblos are a tribe, and that's our tribe is. Pueblos, and we have 19 Pueblos here in New Mexico, um, along with two bands of Apaches as well as Navajo Nation. Right. So, you know, again, you know, educate yourself on that and, and, and see that, you know, if we look at everybody's history, um, we have all had sufferings mm-hmm. in our history. You know, the Irish when they came mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, uh, the African American when they came over. So, you know, uh, the the Asian people when they came over, right. Right. we have all had some history here, and um, it's not all been pretty. So we all need to acknowledge that. We all need to have uh, some respect for that commonality. 
Yeah. When we're we're dealing with each other. And like you said, too, patience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it just takes a little bit and the respect. I, I think that's definitely what we need for for everybody. We're all human, right? So mm-hmm. we should just work to work together and uh, see our differences, but also see that we're all alike, right? I mean, I think that's what's great and really celebrate our differences. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we should celebrate and yeah, celebrate I, them. I think so, too. And, and so, again, you know, just educating ourselves and um, playing a tourist in our own state. Yep. And maybe you don't want to go visit, you know, um, a pueblo or a tribe that's fine too but you know what there's other small spanish communities out there that are just so pretty they have right. wonderful farmers markets yep um you know i know up in um ta or tia Ad- maria uh, way up north they have some yep. really nice um you. farmers markets Thank and you. stuff and i enjoy going up that way and chama um also um you know, you've got uh, Chimayo. Yes, always a good spot. Always, the best always a good chili spot. ever. Yep, always a good spot <laughs> for sure. If you don't want to go, you know, again, not pressing religion, but I mean, of course, there's always a santuario. But mm-hmm. if you're, you know, that's not your thing. They've got um, tons of restaurants. They've got yep. Rancho de Chimayo, which Ooh, is one of my family's spot. favorite. Yep, that's a very good spot. And they've got some um, galleries there. Yeah artisans you know weavers um so you know just again just get in your car put in a nice uh full tank of gas get some you know bottled waters um cokes whatever and just take a trip out up west up west up north (laughs) down south (laughs) wherever you want to go even magdalena yes come down we got great restaurants we have a great we have a few little galleries down there so come on by we we invite anybody to go everywhere just go anywhere and anywhere Mm -hmm. take the time and yeah definitely stay hydrated uh for sure (laughs) with this summer but you know what i like about magdalena is the mountains up that way yes yes what is that called which what are the um well the one is our lady of uh, magdalena because it has mary magdalene on it on the side so that's a big story and then the magdalena uh, mountains are there san mateo are also in that area so yeah. just beautiful area always. yeah you so can so you can be out in the valley but you can yes, go up yeah you get the, the plains <laughs> and you get the mountains at the same time so that's why i love it so no it really is pretty up there and um i like the mountains up that in that area. it's always it nice is, it is a pretty pretty area up there so again you know new mexico is filled with a lot of history um, and just, you know, get out there and really um, embrace it. Yeah, exactly. I think and, that's and great. And you'll really get to see where you're from. And who knows, maybe you do have some roots north, south, east, or west. You never know. Mexico. <laughs> you never know until you get out and enjoy it. And even if you don't have the roots, hey, just get out and have fun, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, I think it's time for a quick little it, break. It looks it? like Michael? it. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, you know, I got some Ohio players lined up. Let's Ooh, let's hear these. these that's always a good. Listen to this little ditty. We'll be, we'll be back here on Q102. It's 102.1 FM, 1150 AM. You're listening to Pueblo Connection with Miss Leanne Apodaca here at 1030 to noon each Wednesday. Yeah. 
calls us KNMM Albuquerque, 1150 AM, and K271CP Albuquerque, 102.1 FM. But you can call us Q102. More sunshine today, and this will give way to a hot afternoon. The high in Albuquerque, 97 degrees, 92 Santa Fe. Tonight, partly cloudy skies. The overnight lows dropping to 70 in town, 64 at the Capitol. I'm Chief Meteorologist Joe Diaz with your KOAT Action 7 News forecast for the all-new Q102. The Duke City Super Hit Station, Q102. Soon she returned. 
In her hand was a bottle of wine In the other a glass She poured some of the wine from the bottle into the glass And raised it to her lips And just before she drank it She said Pueblo Connection with Leanne Abadaka. And uh, Leanne has so many great topics to talk about today and important topics as well. You're listening to 102.1 FM, 1150 AM, KNMM. Well, hello, everybody. If you're just tuning in, it's me, Leanne Abadaka with Pueblo Connection. And I've got Diego sitting in with me this morning. And we're just kind of going over um, some of the um, events in the news um, that are coming up and then kind of what we did over the weekend it's been kind of um the the weather has been a little bit hot don't mm-hmm. you think <laughs> J- just a little just just a little <laughs> supposed to cool down but oh my goodness we need some rain um so anyway we we're talking about a few things and one of the the um, topics that i was i had brought up was the indian schools right yes. and the history that we have here and you know what I wanted to talk about that, but you know what? I think I'm going to wait because I really, um, as you all know, I mentioned on my last uh, radio show, uh, Santa Fe Indian School, where mm-hmm. my two younger children graduated from, uh, they're getting a new superintendent. Right. And um, I want the new superintendent to come on and and I want to get what their take is on, on all of this. And, and now, you know, that they're going to be the superintendent for the school, what is their... Um, what is their agenda moving forward for the future, and how do they see that? So I want to bring um, this, the new superintendent on. So we'll, we'll save that discussion, but we have plenty of other discussions that we can we can talk about um, as it pertains to um, you know pueblo uh, pueblo life, right? And and so just speaking for me, um, the pueblo of Laguna, um, we have been um, you know shut down. Um, for this whole entire time, which meant um, nobody was allowed on the Pueblo, even if you were from there, but you didn't live there. Say you lived in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, or out of state, you were not allowed to come back on. Okay, yeah. Everybody was shut down, and it was for everybody's safety. Um, So a lot of people really didn't get to see a lot of their families. And so now um, we've been vaccinating, and so now the governor, um, Governor Antonio, has lifted... um, to where some of the areas are still open um, if you have a, a fully vaccinated right. card. Nice, nice. If you're not fully vaccinated, uh, they encourage you to either Zoom if you've got meetings and, and such um, and wear a mask and social distance and things nice. like that. So things are starting to um, lighten up a little bit. I know our curfew is gone, which is like hallelujah. <laughs> That's always good. Yes, always, always good. So we had a curfew from Monday through Thursday. Um, 
from 7 p.m. till 5 a.m. Oh, okay. And that was uh, enforced um, for a very, very long time. And then we had it uh, lifted um, to be from uh, 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. Then now the last the last one was from 10 to 5, and okay, now it's nice. lifted. Okay, cool. So that's good. a good thing. No, it is a good thing, yeah. So we still, like I said, there's still a lot of restrictions um, as far as people from the outside coming in. Right, right. Mm. Um, and so, um, again, it is um, something that we all need to be mindful of um, because not all Pueblos mm-hmm. um, have the same, you know, um, same policies. Right, we are right. all uh, little townships with our own policies, and we are not, you know, obligated to conform to what uh, the governor of the state right, right. Uh, imposes, because again, we are a sovereign nation. Mm-hmm. And so, if Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham opens everything in July, guess what? Not all pueblos are no, probably going to be open. Have to, right? So, just kind of be mindful of that and respectful. Exactly. You know, because again, it's all about safety and staying healthy and um, not wanting to jeopardize not just the the communities but the outside people as well you know so again just being mindful of that you know um i have it's funny whenever i'm out and about with with work um and i meet people and a lot of people ask me if i'm filipino and i'm not filipino (laughs) (laughs) um i'll you know i grew up in hawaii but i'm not filipino um and then when they find out that i'm native american of course everybody says oh i have a great great Mm -hmm, grandma that mm -hmm. was from cherokee nation (laughs) right right (laughs) if i had a dollar i would be so (laughs) rich rich. right now (laughs) but um so you know it just brings me to to just kind of um sit back and kind of take things in and that you know here in the United States, again, we have it. It it was very much the big, you know, the big West, mm-hmm. and and um, Native Americans were here first. Yep. Whether you were Pueblo, Cherokee, Seminole, you know, um, so there are many many tribes here in the United States. But again, here in New Mexico, you know, um, we have the nineteen pueblos, and as I have mentioned before, as I was taught. There was many, many more Pueblos. There was right. about 500 Pueblos um, way, way before, you know, the 1680 revolt um, until now. So, you know, we've we've been here. And, uh, again, Pueblos are much different than the other tribes in that um, here in New Mexico, we were, um, you know, the Spaniards came through and, and the Mexicans came through. And when they did that— um, there was wars. There's plenty of wars, but um, I think the unique thing again is that you know people talk about treaties and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature, but we have land grants. Mm-hmm. Native mm-hmm. the pueblos here right. have land grants. Right. The Apaches don't have land grants, and then no. neither do the Navajos. But we as pueblos have land grants, and that's how we have maintained and sustained our land mass right. here in New right. Mexico. And um, the other unique thing is that. Spain, when the conquistadors came through here in Spain, they noticed that. Mm-hmm. And so they realized that each Pueblo had their own type of government. Right. And right. Um, to signify that and really make it, you know, a significance and, and a meaningful significance, mm-hmm. they um, had canes made for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Pueblo Indians are the only 
Native American tribe that have canes to represent governorship. See, that's very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So we've got the canes from from Spain, but um, a lot of the governors have other canes from other things, like the Abraham Lincoln cane. Awesome. And and so we have a cane from Abraham Lincoln. So again, the history is there. Just take the time to, you know, again, Google. Everybody yeah. Googles everything. Yep. You can look up But again, easy. you can't always believe everything <laughs> no, on Google. You, you can't believe everything <laughs> online, right? Yeah. But I mean, it gives you at least a good, you know, something to look at and something to say, hmm. Yeah. And, and then when you do um, have an opportunity, go down to the Indian Public Cultural Center. Yeah, exactly. I they have a lot mm-hmm. of, um, of books. They have a museum, mm-hmm. and you know what? The cultural center is open now. It is. It is. So you can go down there and spend an afternoon. They've got a museum. They have a restaurant. Um, they have gift shops. So you know, just you don't have to go that far. Just go. You down, really don't. Just go down there and find out. So again, pueblos are, are much different uh, than the other tribes, and unique um, than the other tribes, mm-hmm. and not just here in New Mexico, but across the United States and. You know, um, a lot of people don't realize either that, you know, Pueblo Indians were slaves and we were enslaved just like um, the African-American communities. We were enslaved by the Spaniards that came through um, and hence the revolt that had happened. Um, But, you know, um, my grandmother tells me a story when um, I was a teenager. You know, I asked her one day, I said, Grandma, what was it like? What was Albuquerque like, you know, when you were growing up? And she lived in Laguna, and she said, well, to get from here to Albuquerque, like now it's only about a 45-minute to, to one-hour drive into yeah, town, not depending too bad, right? on traffic <laughs> right. and where you're, what part yeah. of Albuquerque you're trying <laughs> right, to get to. Right. But about 45 minutes, right? She said it took about two days. That is crazy. Because it was all on wagon. Right. You know, right. And, she, and they didn't come like how we come. You know, just right up of I forty, she said we would have to go through State Road six, wow. and then curve up through Las Lunas, current Las Lunas now, and then they would spend the night in Isleta Pueblo. Oh, interesting. They would Very camp out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would camp out there, and then in the morning from Isleta, they would drive into uh, Albuquerque. Wow. And Very that took cool. still like, you know, about a half of a day. Right, right. Because it's, it's yeah, a, that and is I just amazing. was like, wow. And she said, yeah, and that um. She said, you know, in Albuquerque, downtown central, she said, you were definitely divided. Mm -hmm. There was one side of central um, street that said whites only. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side said Indians only. So we did have that segregation. There was that there. So, you know, she, she was telling me about that. And I was like, wow. She said, yeah, there was bathrooms. There was restaurants just for, you know the whites right. and for the Indians. And I said, hmm. So, you know, so some of those things, you know, um, really, you know, stuck to me and I was remembering right, a lot right. of those things. And, you know, be- and then, of course, a couple of weeks ago, there was a lady that came out. I don't know if you saw in the news. She's a photographer and she was showing um, past photos and current photos. Oh, yes, I did see that, yeah. You know, Montano Bridge and yes, stuff like that. Yes. And downtown Albuquerque. So, um, I remember that. And then also, I don't know if um, our listeners are familiar with Palms Trading Post. Again, mm-hmm. it's on mm-hmm. Central. Mm-hmm. They have really nice jewelry there. So, if you want some authentic uh, Native American jewelry, 
they've got really nice uh, assortment mm. and and they've got blankets and all kinds of things and at a really good price. But anyway, um, and that's that's where I usually go to get my my jewelry and things that I need. But anyway, my grandmother was telling me about Palm's Trading Post, and again. Again, with the assimilation of, of the of the Native Americans into society, um, we had like little colonies, and one, and it's still there, is the Laguna Colony here in Albuquerque, and um, they didn't have um, you know post office, you know mailboxes and things like that. So they used Palms Trading Post as like a general post office. Right. So you so get your people, mail. And- yeah. Oh. So yeah. So you'd go in there, and they would shuffle through it to find your your uh, your mail. And I, I thought that was the neatest thing. And then one day, out of the blue, and this was years after my grandparents had passed on, I went to to Palms to go uh, just look around at some jewelry. And I had a bracelet on that my grandmother had given me. It was a turquoise one. She bought it at Palms. And so the lady was like, oh, I know that that uh, bracelet. I know the uh, the jeweler it's from Zuni, and it was a it was a turquoise uh, inlay." And um, she she told me the same story that that a lot of pueblos that right. lived in Albuquerque utilized palms for um, post office for general mm-hmm. mail pickup you know and things like that. So there is a big history with palms trading post well, here on Central. Very, so very interesting. thank you guys. Um, thanks to the family out of Palms Trading Company that um, was there to assist and support right, and, and right. help. And um, so anyway. That was a neat story, and it all just came up from a from a bracelet that I happened to See, be wearing you ne- that you day. never know. You never know <laughs> with the history. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it is interesting. And, again, the other interesting thing is much um, like the African-American communities um, back then, you know, back probably 100 even plus years, there was inner, um, inner racial marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing of it is, is um, here in New Mexico, if a Pueblo woman married a Spanish man, um, it was never, it was never discussed. It mm-hmm. wasn't brought up, and right. it wasn't documented. Right, right. So a lot of marriage license. If you look back, you go back a hundred years or so. If you look at the marriage license, it'll say the wife, and and there's a portion where it says, "Where are you from?" It won't. It'll be blank. Very, very interesting. So you don't know where did right, the right. great, know. great, great grandma came from. And so I have so many people that come to me and will say, you know, my great, great grandma is native, but we don't know from where. Mm-hmm. And if if they look at the marriage license, either it'll it'll be blank or it'll be the same area that the husband is from. Right. Because right. they didn't want people to know that, mm-hmm. you know, it was taboo. Yeah, they you know? kept it secret. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of people out there that have mixed blood mm-hmm. from you know years back, but they don't know where it originated. Right. You know, and so I have a lot of that. I know um, my husband Adam. You know, um, his family is very interested at times. You know, with with um, where I'm from and and things, and that's fine. You know, I would much I, I welcome questions and I welcome all of that instead of making assumptions, right? And right, or just right. categorizing me with you know whoever. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. so anyway, so um, I do a little bit of outreach and education. To hey, them. <laughs> I think that's always good. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I have an aunt, my aunt Shirley, and um, she is from. Um, one of the tribes, and I always get North Carolina and South Carolina 
mixed up. And so I apologize if there's any tribal members from that um, from that tribe. But I want to say they're like Watatabi. Anyway, she's from a, it's a Cherokee band out okay, there. Okay. Okay. And um, she was telling me that her uh, parents they could they had to go to a whole nother county to get married. Oh, because right because of the laws and because mm-hmm. one was native and one was um, Anglo. Oh. So they and they didn't acknowledge that in their county. Um, so they had to go to another county to get married so that they well, could have it well, documented right, and acknowledged. Right. So again, that stuff, it, it did go on. It happened. It did happen. Yeah. So those are some of the histories. Again, right, they're right. not always pretty and it's no, not right. always, you know, you know, a great thing. But there are, you know, there, there there's some similarities, again, in all of um, our different cultures mm-hmm. that live right. here in the United States of, of that type of segregation, that type of discrimination, and that type of not wanting to acknowledge. Right, yeah. So anyway, just kind of wanted to bring that up um, again with the news that's going on um, and with the the, um, the current um, uh, sta- status, sorry, of the Indian schools and that being recognized right, and right. seeing and, and knowing the atrocities that happened there. You know, the Jewish people, unfortunately, yes, they have what happened to them, mm-hmm. you know, with the concentration camps and things. But we as Native Americans, mm-hmm. we had our own concentration camps as yeah. well. We had our own atrocities done to us. And, um, you know, we we had a lot of things done too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just one race or two it's it's a lot of us who are all minorities here in the united states so just wanted to put that out there um i think we need to take another break or am i it it looks like it i think so (laughs) leanne is really bringing in interesting and important topics to pueblo connection wednesdays 10 30 to noon do not miss it Always very important uh, discussions and conversations happening here. We're going to take a quick break on 102.1 FM, 1150 AM. We'll be back. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them and shame on them for trying. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better knowing you could save when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. <laughs> Although I'm sure you'd have a funnier way to say that. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. If you're tired of the old cable news, you now have a choice. It's Newsmax. Every minute, Newsmax gives you the real news you can trust. Watch people like Ben Carson, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Dick Morris, Nancy Brinker, Mike Reagan, Rudy Giuliani, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems or free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, YouTube, and most smart TVs. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your smartphone and start watching Newsmax now, America's trusted news source. The all-new Q102. Return to sender. Return to sender. I gave a letter to the postman. He put it in his sack. Bright and early next morning, he brought my letter back. She wrote upon it, Return to sender, address unknown, no such number, no such song, 
You are listening to the all-new Q102, and it is Pueblo Connection with Leanne Afadaka. 10.30 to noon each Wednesday, and Leanne has been bringing great uh, conversation topics, and she has many guests lined up. Uh, today, uh, one of the guests was not able to make it, uh, of course, with those schedules. You know, it's hard with everything. They are staying busy. Those governors are super busy, but don't worry. She has great guests lined up, and she's been working hard in between the breaks, getting even more guests. So, Leanne, I know you're working hard for this great show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yes, thank you, Diego. It's Leanne Opadaka, Public Connection. Um, just If you're just tuning in, um, just kind of going over a few things, a few events that are in the uh, news, uh, what's going on here in New Mexico, um, and what's going on in my own Pueblo, um, Pueblo of Laguna. Um, I hope everybody's having a good Wednesday. We're almost there to the finish line of Friday. <laughs> and then the weekend, we're supposed to cool off. So I'm hoping um, our weather people are, are are true in that and that we can get some relief from this heat. And I hope some rain comes yes, because hope. my allergies are just out of control. My nose, my head, everything. <laughs> so again, people get out there and start dancing. Cumbia, yes, two-step, <laughs> Macarena. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you can do, we need it. And we do have a lot to dance about. July 1st is coming up. Yes. And you know, what does that mean? July 1st. I don't know. What we does it mean? <laughs> We're opening up. It is going to be great. It's, it's a week, right? It's a little over a week yeah. now, I think. So, yeah. so that's that's awesome. Uh, no more restrictions. And uh, just, just so proud of everybody getting their vaccinations. Yes. And there's still more that you, please get your vaccination. Um, if you can, please mm-hmm. do it just to help out because definitely does you know yes it does and and then we can try to get back to some normalcy um and you know again i'm just kind of curious of what our uh, economic status mm-hmm. is going to be in the next right. couple of months here in new mexico i hope it keeps going up and up and up um you were mentioning your sister just bought a home and that the mortgage rates are pretty low yeah pretty they're still low still good and yeah so so you know anybody need a new house <laughs> yeah if you need a house i think it's a time to buy one <laughs> They go fast, though. That's one thing. Yeah, and again, you can never go wrong with real estate. So if you have an opportunity, get out there and look around. But yeah, so um, a lot going on in the news, a lot going on locally. Um, I can't believe that July is is right there. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's, it seems like June uh, is... Yeah, I don't know where yeah, June I went. Know. I tell I, you, I, I don't even know where May went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, May was here and it's already gone. I just remember April, and then now here we are getting into July. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, the state is going to um, be opening up. Um, national parks are going to be opening up. So woohoo! It'll be a good time. It'll be a nice summer for sure to get out, and yeah, it's just going to be great. Well, and you know what? The holidays are going to be. You know, maybe they'll they're going to be good this year. Yes, I think so. I think so. I think if we just keep it up and yeah, yeah, I hope so. And and um, you know, the Delta variant is out and about now. But you know what? Luckily, when I look at the national news, we're not even in there, so that's yes. good because they're saying the states with the highest vaccination rates, right? They have the lowest probability. Um, and the states that have the lowest vaccination rates, that's where they're seeing all of the Delta Right, so New Mexico's variants. doing good. Hey, we're doing good. We're on so the top of the up, list. Guys. Yeah, keep we're on the top up. of the list. Woo-hoo. So we're just talking about um, the Pueblos here in New Mexico and, um, you know, some of the history that we have here in New Mexico and what um, my grandmother witnessed mm-hmm. um, when she was growing up and, and um, you know, how much Albuquerque has changed and what we all went through. 
um, as um, Native Americans and as Pueblo Indians here in New Mexico. And, you know, again, I don't think a lot of people understand and realize that Native Americans, even though we were here in in the United States before anybody else came here, we were the last, we were after um, the um, uh, African-American communities to have the right to vote. Right, right. So, um Fun fact for the day, I guess. <laughs> so again, that is why it is so important that number one, we as Native Americans get out there to vote. Yes, use and your number voice there. two, um, that's where I feel that I need to do the outreach to our Native communities as well as the urban sector here in Albuquerque because I know I for one, if you tell me you're from District Forty Two, District Two, I have no mm. clue where is that. I I don't. So again, if if I can do my due diligence for that, it would be to bring in the representatives, which I did with um, Representative Derek Glenty, come in and say, okay, what district are you from, and what does that encompass? Yeah, where, what exactly is it? You know, and then what was your platform this year? Mm You know, again, just break it down and have that conversation for people so that they can understand, oh, this is what it means. And then the same thing for, um, I remember last year and the year before, we had superintendent come in, Herrera, from Santa Fe Indian School and talk about the school bond. Right. And why it was so important. And what did that mean if that school bond passed? Mm -hmm. What did that mean? And again, I think people just want it out in layman's terms. Yeah, yeah, Yes or no, this is how it's going to work. That way they feel like, okay, I can make that educated right. decision. And not just because my neighbor and my best friend mm-hmm. voted for it. <laughs> right. So, I, you know, those are things that I really think are very important. We've had um, Viante come on. Yes. Rhiannon Samuels, which she's due to come back on too. Awesome, awesome. Pretty soon. And, and I want to get her, um, her uh, insight to what happened this year at the legislative mm-hmm. session, you know, with um, the cannabis, of course, that's the the big thing right yep. now is the cannabis um, bill that got passed, as well as what are her thoughts about Melanie Stansberry moving yes. forward in that position, um, and what does she um, anticipate for the rest of this year going into mm-hmm. next year's legislation legislative session? So those are some things I wanted to talk to Rhiannon about. Um, she's she's been on and you know she's just she breaks everything down very simple she as does. well does so really you can well follow yeah. along yeah mm-hmm. um, because I get very easily distracted <laughs> <laughs> so she keeps me on track and then I'm like oh so yeah so I'm looking forward to uh, Rhiannon coming on and um, and then talking about Viante what yep. what have they you know they're they're the political watchdog if you will and so it's interesting to see how Viante. Um, the organization views what's mm-hmm. happening here, um, not only in New Mexico, but as well as at the national level right. in D.C. Right. So that'll be great. Um, Greg, uh, Greg came on, too, and, um, you know, he was awesome. And Greg is the uh, attorney out there in Washington, D.C., and um, he does a lot of um, legal work for a lot mm-hmm. of the tribes out here in New Mexico, so we had Greg Smith. He was great. On, he was really great. And he's one of the partners of Strauss Dean. And um, so that was good. Um, so we'll have him on and, and give us his take. And I'm really interested to see what he thinks um, with uh, Deb Holland moving forward with um, right. the Indian schools and what, 
you know, yeah, I'd like to what see. she unravels there and, mm-hmm. and her team. And so, yeah, so we've got a lot of really good things coming up in the next couple of months that I'm excited to to hear about and for my view, my listeners to, to you know, uh, hear and uh, see what their thoughts are on that. But, you know, um, moving on, I think, uh, you know, when we, we talk, and we've talked about this, Diego, a lot of times is, you know, Everybody says that they're full-blooded this or full-blooded that. But in reality, I don't think there's really those Mm full-blooded somewhere, uh, not not recently, but somewhere (laughs) a couple generations back. Yes, a few generations probably, Somebody jumped (laughs) the fence somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, I know for me, um, I think we probably have some uh, Spanish in us from the northern area. Right, right. Um, You know, so I, I think about that. You know, out in Laguna, interesting enough, you know, everybody talks about our last names. And a lot of us Pueblos have Spanish sir last names like right. Martinez and Baca. Right, and, right. And, and um, we got that from the Spanish when they came in and the, they right. did the census. But out in Laguna, we've got um, some, some Native families with Irish names like oh, Riley and oh, Garley and yeah, and Smith. Oh, very <laughs> so interesting. So everybody yeah. wonders, well, where did you get that? <laughs> right. And a lot of it also happens to come from the railroad. Oh, yes, right. The railroad uh-huh. came right through um, Laguna, and mm-hmm. Laguna was the first Pueblo to really capitalize on that. Right, yeah. To say, okay, you're going to lay some railroad tracks down. Well, then, okay, you're going to pay us a fee yeah, for well, this. It only makes sense, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, a lot of that also came through with the railroad. Oh. The railroad population, and a lot of them were Irish. Mm-hmm, that right. Came through there right and my dad tells me the story told me the story about that as well you know so again we have roots everywhere mm-hmm. you know again everywhere and um so again just embrace that and you know yeah. take a look at your own genealogy yeah exactly you know i mean exactly. ha- have you ever done a genealogy test Diego? i i have actually i've been working hard on it. i've been i'm always a nerd for that nerd for family history i say <laughs> and i've been doing even more now especially with the lockdown i was able to do a lot lot more you so know what, so what app or what i was doing program? the ancestry and that was pretty cool because uh you can build your own family tree on there they have little oh, connections really? i don't know how far i've gone back yet but it's pretty fun you know it's really fun you know like, yeah yeah it's fun to see the family and, and doing all that so and that cool. would be interesting. I've, I always hear about that ancestry and um, the commercials for it. And I just wonder how how accurate that yeah, is. Yeah, it, it seemed and to be pretty good. It seems to be pretty good. So how good, do you so. do it? Do you just put in your name? Or? Yeah, I was able to just kind of get an account. I put in my name and I, I put in my, my mom and dad and then my grandparents and then... From there, it kind of just started. Oh, and then it actually trees yeah, out. it goes even more. Yeah, it goes even more. And luckily, my family does keep a good. Um, well, my both grandparents actually had a lot of family history, so I don't have to do too much work. Yeah, <laughs> I had to just expand on it. So that, I was like, "Thank you, thank you to the grandparents. They did yeah. a lot of work there." So I don't know about you, but growing up for me, my grandparents, especially my grandparents from Laguna, were very um, oral in that mm-hmm. they talked a lot, um, right. especially during, of course, you know. Um, when we would sit down to have breakfast, lunch, or dinner, yep. um, we would be sitting there talking. And my grandfather, he was a huge stickler on that. And I'm thankful for that. Right. Is he would tell us, you know, how we're related to people in our family. And again, being related doesn't always mean by blood. Right, right. And so he would tell us how we were related to some of these people, whether it was through um, marriage, mm-hmm. actual blood, 
clan, right. um, you know, or just a really good friend of the families for all these years, yeah. you know. So we, we always, you know, um, knew about that. Um, one of the things that I found really interesting in my personal family history was that my grand and I never knew this, never, never, never knew this because I guess I never felt any any way. There was no like pointing them out. There was never, you know, this separation of mm-hmm. anybody. Um, my grandmother had four, five children. One of them died um, in uh, during birth. His his name was Gilbert, but she had four living children. And um, growing up, I my uncle Eddie, my auntie Vera. And my uh, auntie Charlotte, um, and my dad, and my they they all grew up together, and so for me, there was no they were all brothers and sisters, right? Right. right. And it wasn't until I was probably in my early twenties that I found out that my grandmother, because my grandma told me <laughs> one day, <laughs> my grandmother told me she was married before. No, oh, okay, okay, yeah. And she was married to um, um, a Mr. Martinez, and he passed away in a car accident. Oh. And she got married like they all did back in the day at um, 19. She was married right, at 19. Right. So by the time she was 21, she was a widow. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, super she, rough. She was widowed and she had two children, my Auntie Charlotte and my Uncle Eddie. My Uncle Eddie was still an infant. Oh, yeah. And I did not know that. I realized that they had two different last names, but I never, right, right, I never it. thought of it. My grandfather... He took them all in and oh. and never ever once said this is my stepdaughter or right. anything no, they were, like that. They were his kids, yeah, and they for never. Sure. And my my aunt and uncle always called him dad, and yeah. there was always so it was. And I was like, what? I was in shock. <laughs> I didn't know this, and so um, it was really interesting. So then I understood the connection with the Martinez family. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really through blood on our side, the Sayos, but because of my uncle oh. and my aunt, that was their family. That's and they family, all yeah. kept it, you know, right. really nice and tight and stuff. So I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting, and, yeah. And, you know, you think about it and, um, yeah, I, I, so again, going back to what we were talking about, ancestry, you yeah. find some things out in there. You find interesting things, yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're a little amazed, right? <laughs> Which could be a good thing, you know, because sometimes you always think you know everything, and you well, don't. You don't. You really don't. <laughs> you really, really don't. So yes. Yeah, so I, I look back at our conversations that I had with my grandparents, and I'm, I'm very, very thankful, and I'm That's very right. blessed that. You know, I had an opportunity that I had grandparents who were willing to share information right, right. and just kind of, you know, make things uh, more understandable. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's why. Right. <laughs> so I was very mm. thankful for that. And then on my mom's side up north, you know, she had a big family as well. And uh, and, and that was um, very interesting. But with my mom, um, there's such huge age gaps mm. so i have first cousins that are like as old as my mom and dad right so right, there yep. was like no real connection so i have more connection with like my second and third cousins right. um and so they grew up like my first cousin so um as a matter of fact i was having a conversation with my first cousin <laughs> with maureen she lives out in roswell and um you know we keep in touch we're real close her mom and my mom are sisters and so we were talking and um we were laughing because um, I told her, you know, you're going to have to help me with some of our family history right. because I don't <laughs> know a lot of it. Because like I said, a lot of um, my cousins are as old as my parents or just a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. They grew up with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so 
Um, so she helped me out with a clarification on a nice. few things. And, and clarification so it was is nice. good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was nice. But yeah, I think um, if you all have a minute and if you are blessed and fortunate enough to still have your grandparents around, take an afternoon and yeah. just sit down and talk to them and, and find out, you know, where did we all come from? I think that'd be great. You know, I think you'll find it very, very interesting. I think you will. And, uh, you definitely will. And then uh, maybe you're, you'll be surprised that you all this time you thought you were from a certain place. You're really not. And you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be like, wow. <laughs> but um, yes, so those are some interesting little tidbits that we um, that we all find out, I think. And, and that's what makes us all unique. Exactly. And it all makes us very proud of who we are and right. where we come from. So embrace your family, embrace your heritage, and embrace your your history. Yeah. But... um. I guess we're on for another break. Uh, I think so. Yeah, we can take a break here. We'll come back and uh, we'll be we'll be wrapping up. Yeah. It's crazy how fast time goes, <laughs> especially uh, on Public Connection. It's always a fun time here. Ten thirty to noon Wednesdays on one hundred two point one FM, eleven fifty AM. Listen, if you have ever been interested in advertising on the radio, now is the perfect time. It's super easy to get started. Just call Matt at 341-1152. Find out how we can help get your business, organization, or nonprofit known by advertising on the station with the format that has the most loyal following and one of the Metro's most complete coverage area. Call Q102 at 341-1152 to get started. Q102. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better. Hey
you want to hear. We're the all-new Q102. This is Leanne Apodaca with Public Connection. I hope everybody's doing well out there. I'm sitting here with Diego. Hi, Diego. 
Good morning. <laughs> We are almost done. The party's almost over. I know, it's sad. It goes by super fast. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> we're just going to have to book it for next Wednesday again. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a good morning. I hope uh, you all are feeling good and you're feeling productive and all that good stuff. I'm, so I'm going to send out really good vibes to everybody out there today. Um, you know, we've got a lot of look to look forward to. We've got July 1st coming up. We're going to open up. That's great. Seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we've got a lot of um, really good things going on, um, and I think um, families are going to be able to gather together, and um, that'll that'll be good. I know for us, for my family, we've kind of been, you know, just phone calls here and there, but you know, now we're getting together, so woohoo! Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, my next couple of shows um, that are coming up, I'm going to have. Um, a couple of really interesting guests and I'm excited to have them on. I'm going to have the new superintendent of the Indian school coming on. And um, again, I don't know if anybody has seen in the news, but um, this morning um, out in DC, the department of interior, Deb Holland uh, has opened up an investigation on Indian schools in the United States. And so I'm interested to find out what her team is going to uh, find Um, we all know the histories, um, we meaning the Native Americans who's, who were there or whose grandparents and parents and you know cousins and stuff had gone. Um, my parents went to St. Catherine's Indian School in, uh, back, in the, back in the day, in the 60s and uh, uh, mid-50s, late 50s. So, you know, um, and they talked about some of it. Um, There wasn't really anything bad. I'm not saying that things bad didn't happen, but you know, for my parents, it was definitely a different type of exposure and definitely a different type of um, way to grow up and go to school. Um, but you know, there are some Indian schools that have such atrocities, and and so we need to, you know, uh, make that known, and we need to bring that up, and we need to acknowledge it and validate it. So those are things I know my grandparents went to. Um, my grandfather from Laguna went to the Albuquerque Indian School, and my grandparents from the north went to the Santa Fe Indian School. And when they talk about that, it's more um, when you talk about curriculum, it was more of a military style. So they went up and they would get up at a certain time. I think it was like at six. And my grandmother said that they would uh, march for like, 15 minutes then they did calisthenics and so and then they had to go back and shower and be ready for school but school wasn't like um how it is now it was very basic just reading writing and arithmetic because they and then after that it was technical vocational school which was a seamstress a mechanic or a carpenter and so they thought that that was or a culinary a cook and they thought those were the only types of Um, vocations that they would thrive in. They didn't think of anything else. No. So, you know, again, I, it just it speaks volumes that uh, the Department of Interior is going to look into these, which I'm, I'm happy for. Um, and, and then we'll get to really see the real history of um, Native Americans and assimilation and, um, and going through all of that. Um, so, um, having said that, I, I, I'm excited to have the new superintendent on. She's Uh, this new superintendent would be the superintendent for Santa Fe Indian Schools, and I want to 
um, have them talk about um, the history there, the past and the present and the future. Um, where do they see that? Because um, I know there, there's um, some controversy there too as far as economic growth. Um, and so just want to talk about that. And the controversy there is they would like to see the Santa Fe Indian School kind of replica um, here in downtown Albuquerque, the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, which that part, yes, that is sovereign land, that little area there, um, due to the fact that an Indian school was on there. But I, I, for me, I don't see that happening. It's a whole different animal um, because there is no Indian school in that area, in that district. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what the superintendent has to say about that. Um, and then I'm going to have, um, like I said, I, I'm going to I'm going to get Greg Smith back on, and uh, we're going to talk about maybe he'll have some news too about you know the Indian schools findings and such and and just kind of um, pick his brain and see what's going on up in the national level that we're unaware of what's going on behind closed doors. Um, then I I'm excited to have. Um, Rhiannon come on from uh, Viante. I uh, want to talk to her about some local politics that's going on. So excited for that. And then, of course, going to have random um, the various uh, governors come on and talk about their their pueblos and how they handled COVID and what they see moving forward now that we've got some restrictions lifted. Um, when do they see them lifting the restrictions? Because they all, like I said, have different timelines and stuff and some are already open some still haven't so you know interested about that um so yeah i'm 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 excited for my upcoming shows i think it's going to be a great time make sure to stay tuned wednesdays 10 30 to noon pueblo connection with leanne afadaka here 10 30 to noon wednesdays she has a great lineup and uh, you don't want to miss it because you learn something new every time about the Native American and uh, Native American issues that are going on in the community here, not only in Albuquerque, but the whole state of New Mexico and even up to Washington, D.C. You've been listening to Public Connection, 102.1 FM, 1150 AM.